Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back. This is Jay Taft with your weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. This week, we are going up to Iowa. We are reaching out, and we're going to bring in one of our old star wrestlers from the area, a two-time undefeated state champ who has now gone up and become an Iowa Hawkeye, um, which is the hotbed of wrestling, in in case you're stupid and you don't know. Um, So we have Tony Cassiope back with us. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Are you healthy and safe right now? Yeah, doing good. It's been crazy. It's been such a weird time. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, Tony. You've got some fun things coming up. Um, we've got such an interesting-looking winter that we I want to talk about as well. But let's let's flash back a little bit, buddy. Okay, I want to go back um, back to March because you had made such a climb. Um, last year was your red shirt sophomore season at Iowa. Um, you, you know, worked your way right into that heavyweight spot and took it over. Um, and you rolled, you had a great season last year. You worked your way into a third place at the big 10 conference tournament, um, which led into the NCAA championships. And I think were you seated third going in at, at heavyweight. Yeah, I was. Okay. All right. So seated third going into the NCAA championships and what happened? Walk us through it a little bit and give me an idea of what that was like for you. Um, yeah. So we were, we actually got the news. We kind of were scared of it happening because we knew that, you know, the word was that we weren't going to have fans and everything. And then we were in practice and we saw our media guy come in and call our coaches over while we were still practicing. And we're all like, crap, I wonder what this is about. And then, you know, the coaches called us in, explained to us that they weren't going to have NCAAs and just to stay ready in case they postpone it or if they do change their mind or anything just to keep, keep on it. So. Oh my gosh, Tony. I mean, a lot of people have been going through a lot of hardships, you know, and it's, you weren't alone. You guys weren't the only ones losing out on stuff. Um, but to be climbing that mountain that you guys go through, the, the grind, the season, and working your way all the way up to that point and getting to, I mean, you were within days of the NCAA championships, right? How close was it? It was, yeah, it was days. Like, we were... You could we were, sniff it. Yeah. I mean, oh. we had wrestled the entire season up to that point, you know. And, oh, boy. And I and your only three losses were you were 20-3 and three on the season, correct? Yeah. And your only three losses, I think you had two to Gable Stevenson, number one ranked wrestler in the country, yep. and, one, and one loss to the number two ranked gentleman in the country. Is that correct? Yep, that's right. Okay, all right. 
Um, so how pumped were you for that NCAA championship? So it could have been your breakout moment. It could have been your your spotlight moment of your career even, and not that you're not going to still have some opportunities. Um, but how hyped were you for that tournament? And then what was it like emotionally to have to step back down then from that point? I mean, yeah, I was I was obviously really looking forward to it. It's been what I, it was what I've been preparing for all year, all the year before, you know. I, I was yeah. retro the year before, so I didn't compete in the roster. So that was what I was getting ready for those two years, and just for that to go away, kind of, you know, wasn't fun. But not really looking back on it now. I've got this year, got this year to make my mark. You bet, you bet. And I, I want to hit on this while while we're there. Um, they, they've just come out with the extra year of eligibility for for winter sports now, the NCAA has. So give me an idea. Was that something you were waiting to hear about? Um, and, and what does that do? It basically, I mean, this is like a bonus season coming up now. Yeah, so it's weird. When I first heard about it, I kind of thought like, okay, they were giving us back our eligibility for last year because we didn't have our NCAA tournament. Right, right. And that's what I was kind of expecting, but no, it's for for this season doesn't count against eligibility. So, I mean, there's still going to be, I assume, an NCAA tournament. I, like, that's one thing I'm a little worried about is they're going to say, oh, this year doesn't count for eligibility anyways. We can just cancel nationals. Uh, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, hmm. It makes uh, it easier to to yeah, do without it. Yeah. yeah. Right. But so this year doesn't count against eligibility. So I've got this year and then three years after this, I can still wrestle. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. It's like, and and I mean the reason why they're doing that is because it's just such a weird. A uh, year leading up to this point, and even coming up here over the next couple months. Now, I want to talk about you've got a really neat exhibition match um, and a big showdown open night coming up. I definitely want to talk about that. Um, but first, give me your take on what um, what do you think it's going to be like here? You guys are probably supposed to start practicing here in a month or so. Is that right? Um, we've had practices. We have official practices that started. You've already kicked it in. Yep, official practices started probably a week ago, I think. Oh my goodness, that's huge! Yeah. And what has it been like? Has it been? Has it felt normal, or is it diff- a little different? Um, no. I mean, we've got a lot of protocol we have to adhere to, and yeah. we get COVID tested every week, and. We have to get our temperature checks before practice and everything. But, okay. you know, we're all wrestling hard and we're still, you know, focused. So, Good, good. And you had mentioned that, that one thing about your team, the Iowa Hawkeyes. I mean, um, you've got a whole lot of experts in that program that know, just know how to get get you guys ready and keep you guys ready and no matter what the situation is what was it was it fairly easy for you guys as a team and as a program to adapt and and keep yourselves ready at all times and keep yourselves kind of in sh- in wrestling shape yeah i think so i mean tom told us right away when our season got canceled 
just to stay ready. Maybe they're going to do something later on. Maybe, Hmm. you know, maybe they're not going to do anything. Maybe we're just going to have to wait until next year, but just to stay ready, be ready at all times. So that's, you know, where our heads were at. And we, you know, been working hard however we can. We didn't have access to the facilities as much as we normally would have, but. Right. Right. That's the, that's the hard part, right? You've got to kind of do it on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, But you've got a program again with, I mean, these are the best wrestling minds in maybe in the world, right? Yeah. Uh, You couldn't have a better leadership group to get you through times like this, right? Exactly. Now it's got to be, I mean, it's not just the getting through it physically. You've got, it's getting through this kind of stuff mentally. Um, was that hard? Did you guys do Zoom meetings as a team? And was there, I mean, because you obviously can't do the team bonding stuff that you're normally doing and, um, you know, bringing everybody together as a family. Was that a little bit tougher through all this? Um, I think our team is really, really close. So I don't, yeah. I mean, we didn't expose ourselves to a lot of people outside of our group. So they let us kind of stay within our social cohorts, which was mm-hmm. our team. So we were able to be together a good amount and stuff. So. Almost a semi-quarantine of your own then. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, what, uh, let's talk about this, what's coming up on November 1st. Do you want to give, give us a quick little rundown of what this is and how this uh, came about? Yeah, so it's just kind of a tournament um, card that um, the coaches and the Hawkeye Wrestling Club put together that we've got a bunch of guys who still have eligibility competing on, um, competing on the card against graduates and guys who are competing like for team USA because like I'm wrestling Nick Wisdowski, he's two time world bronze medalist, you know, guys like Marinelli, Marinelli's wrestling James Green, world medalist, uh Kemmer's wrestling Tommy Gant, national team member, just you know, a bunch of our current eligible guys wrestling high level guys because that's where we're high level guys and that's where we want to be and we need matches with the season kind of starting later we'd be wrestling matches here in november pretty soon and it's just a good way to get on the mat and test ourselves oh my gosh yeah what a challenge this is going to be let's talk about yours uh you've called him gwiz this i think a lot of people in the wrestling community know him as gwiz you've never wrestled this gentleman right nope never wrestled okay. Okay, I think he's a two-time NCAA champ. Is that correct? I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you know about him? Have you studied his style at all? Do you? And how are you going to go after him? And this is November first. It's the Hawkeye Wrestling Club Showdown Open, and it's going to be there in Carver Hawkeye Arena. Correct. No, it's going to be at the Extreme Arena in, ah, in Corbell, so it's just right down the street. Where is it at? Oh, right down the street. Okay. Yeah, Corbell, oh. Iowa. Okay. Is it that they have to keep it separate from the school or something? Is that... I'm not sure, all the. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, but what? G- give me an idea of how you're going to go after 
uh, this match and what it what it kind of means to you. I mean, it's an exhibition, but wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's he's a tough opponent. I'm gonna have to be on my A game, but um, been working hard, been working really hard for this match, been working really hard for the season, and I feel good. And I'm just gonna go out there and you know not treat him any different than any other opponent. I'm not going to go out there and, like, overly respect him or anything. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take what's mine and go after him. I think I've been asking you for close to a decade and getting the same answer and believing it every time. You you don't ever seem intimidated by anybody, do you? No, you know, it's just I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to wrestle how I know how to wrestle and do my best. Um, it's, I mean, you're more the intimidator I have found. Uh, you're not the intimidee. Um, it's, this is going to be fun to watch too. And this is going to be, um, it's going to be live streamed on trackwrestling.com. Is that correct? Yes, I believe so. Okay. All right. Well, it's good. I got something right here. I want to make sure I get all this right because we want people to be able to watch this. I assume this is going to be a heavily watched evening of wrestling. People are going to love this thing. Um, what Are you guys hyping it up up there? Is it is it a pretty big deal up in Iowa? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've got all, a lot of our current stars in the matches, so yeah, yeah a lot definitely. of people are excited to see it. And it's an opportunity. Give me an idea of what kind of opportunity this is, just to get a match in, just to get yourself fresh, get test your skills, see where you're at. I mean, is that important for you right now as well? Um, with everything going on, it's just great to be able to compete, especially at such a high level. It's huge to have an opportunity like this. Um, men- mentally as much as physically, right? It's just you you need this feeling of having a match coming up, right? That's good, yeah. It's good to have something that looking towards, you know, creates a little bit more urgency in my working out, maybe. Exactly, exactly. Now, speaking of your working out, we talked briefly off air a little bit about your strength and and your workouts of late. Um, how many pull-ups are you ripping off these days? Um, I hit 27. In good row, Lord. You know, no break, so... That's pretty good, especially and, for a big guy like me. <laughs> well, and yeah, you're. What are you weighing now? Two seventy five. Yeah, about two seventy five. And you're pulling twenty seven pull ups. So I had to test it out. I ran over to our our uh, our. We've got we've got some monkey bars across the street, and I'm I weigh about one seventy five, and I got I got thirteen man twenty. <laughs> Seven pull-ups. That's incredible. That's that shows right there the strength that you've been building up and what you've got in that upper body. Um, I can't wait to see it pour out on Gwiz on November first. <laughs> I assume you've got a lot of friends and people who are anxious to see this one unfold, huh? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's going to be good. And then hopefully this is just going to lead into the the season and we're hoping I'm assuming you're hoping like the rest of us that we're just going to be able to maneuver our way through a nice wrestling season, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping, you know. Um I don't know, I just 
being safe, wearing yeah. masks, doing whatever you can right. do. Right. Are you? I mean, I assume you guys are real touchy about that because that's what it's going to take to get your season in, right? Yeah. Just you know, we're following all the protocol that the university's laid out for us, doing everything we can so we don't get our privileges taken away so we can keep using those facilities and keep wrestling, really. Yeah, it's important that everybody does the right thing and thinks about others and continues to try and get us get us through this um, and get some wrestling in. There's a lot of us in this area are waiting to see you. Former Hananiga star, Tony Cassiope, um, now an Iowa Hawkeye. And getting ready for a big match on November 1st. I'm going to be watching. I can't wait. Um, let's get together and let's talk about it when it's all done, okay? Sounds good. All right. Hey, good luck, Tony. Thank you so much for talking to us. And I I don't know. Give me – let's let's finish with a little message. What, what do you – do you have a little message for the young wrestlers out there or just the young athletes that are kind of battling through these times and – um, just what message would you give give to them? Um, really, just keep working hard. Control what you can control. Yeah, good one. That's a good one. We you you're controlling it. That's for sure. Keep it up, buddy. Um, Thank thanks you. so much. I really appreciate you breaking out some time. I know it's crazy. You're busy. Um, people want to hear from you. So thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay. Thanks, Tony. We'll talk soon. Okay. Good luck, November first. Thank you. Okay, my man. Talk soon. Sounds good. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.